Hello and welcome, I guess, back, or this is probably, like, your first time listening because it's really the main, like, the first episode, um, but welcome to Totally Blunt with Megan, that's me, obviously, um, yeah, I'm so excited, this is, you know, kind of an all about everything podcast, um, I eventually want to get guests and stuff, but for now, everyone's quarantined and I'm literally sitting on my bedroom floor recording this on GarageBand. So we'll get there. Stay tuned. Um, But today I want to talk about getting tested for COVID-19, how I'm spending my quarantine, like what I've been doing to keep busy and yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I was like, I don't really think, I told like very few people that like, almost a month ago, I think, I, it was, like, the day after my sister's wedding, I felt sick, I just got back home to Scottsdale, and I didn't feel great, but, like, whatever, I get sick all the time, so I just, like, continued on with my semi-normal life, because life wasn't that normal then either, um, and then it, like, started to progress, and then my roommate's mom is a nurse, and they were in town, and, um, actually, so St. Patrick's Day, we ended up, like, going to dinner, and then we went to, like, an Irish bar for Irish car bombs, and that's a whole nother story, but a bathroom fight later, um, we ended up back home, obviously, and the next morning, I felt kind of better, but also kind of worse, And so her mom was like, you should probably go get tested. And I was like, well, yeah, I would hate to, like, give this to anyone and, you know, affect, like, just because I might not or I might survive it doesn't mean, like, if I gave it to someone, they would. And I would just feel horrible. And, yeah. So I actually had a friend. um, She also has a podcast. Shout out to Taylor girly with unreasonable enthusiasm um she like had posted on instagram that she got tested like maybe a week before i was feeling sick and so i texted her and i was like um hey like how did you go about this i don't really know like you know (laughs) this is my first pandemic so i don't know what to do and there was one drive through site at the time, but it was only for Mayo Clinic patients, which I'm not, so I didn't go to that one. And she just said to contact my regular doctor, and they'll, like, walk me through it and everything. So I called them and got, like, triaged over the phone, which is just, like, where they ask you, like, your symptoms and, like, if you know, like, what the highest your fever has been and blah, blah, blah. And then they kind of, you know, determine based off of that if you should get tested for COVID or not. And so I guess I had all, I did have all the symptoms. Um, And they, so that she set me up an appointment that day at 2.30, said, when you get here, call me and I will have you like go around to a back door. And I was like, okay, cool. So I get there, I'm like getting there as I had a, peak fever or like I started to get a fever when I got there and then like by the time I like was sitting in the room it was like peak fever so I'm like sweating and like 
so not cute, but who cares at this point? Um, but I called her and she said, walk, like she obviously gave me directions to walk to the side back door and wait outside. And I was like, okay, cool. So I'm just sitting there and this was like at the beginning of like the United States kind of getting it. So it really wasn't like that far spread. And so I thought I for sure would have been the first person at my specific doctor's office. But no, at like 15 minutes later, the back door swung open and my doctor is like walking another girl out like around my age who like, you know, she had a mask on and then my doctor had like a mask with like an eye guard and like the full like white cloth thing. So she's like, I'll be right back to get you. And I was like, cool, because I'm about to pass out outside because I have a fever and it's hot and I'm in sweats. And then she comes back. I'm sure she, like, had to wipe down the room or whatever. Comes back, gives me a mask, which also had, like, the eye guard attached. So I was just, like, looking so cute. And um, the thing about those ones is, I mean, not that I, like, spend a lot of time wearing face masks. But so it, like, has the mouthpiece and then, like, the plastic eye guard attached. Like, they're not separate. And... I'm not, like, I fogged up the plastic because, like, all my hot breath just went to it, um, so that was exciting, and so, okay, so then she walks me into the room, and you can tell, like, that room specifically, like, was for people calling for this, and that, you know, like, they just, like, that was going to be their testing room nowhere else no one's allowed in there except like specific people blah 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 so she walks me in there and she's like all right I'll be right back and so I wait and I'm just like being nosy of course because that's who I am and there's like I think I took a photo um so there's like on the counter it had like bright colored paper like labeled with um what they were and there was like five things and so it had, like, the COVID nose test, the COVID throat test, and then it had the flu test, which was also the nose one. And then I honestly forget what the other one was, maybe strep. And then, okay, so then I'm like, whatever, like, please hurry up, doctor, please. Um, and I'm not, I wasn't, like, scared or anything just because... Like, I do get sick all the time, so I feel like whatever, I could, like, handle that. But, A, I didn't want to give it to anyone else. And, B, like, I was already nervous about, like, the economy and where that was headed with this whole thing. Um, So, I'm just, like, in my own head, waiting for the doctor, anticipating it. And then she comes in and, you know, like, kind of gets a recap of my symptoms. Um and asked me a few questions, then she takes my vitals, and I forget what my fever was there, it was like maybe 101, does not matter, um, so then she does like the flu test, just to rule that out, and you know, sticks the cute thing up my nose, and then that takes 10 minutes, so she also like collected my COVID samples, and honestly, I was freaking out because she had to, she was like reading the directions how to do it because that's normally what 
a medical assistant would do is give those tests, but I think to, like, make sure less people are exposed to if anyone did have it, they, like, designated one specific person, and obviously that had to be the doctor. So she's reading these instructions, like, on how to test me for the flu and for COVID. Like, I get, like, you don't know how to do the COVID one, but I, it was freaking me out. So we get through that, and then she, like, collects my COVID samples, and she was like, well, just so you're, like, not waiting around in here, or, and I wasn't allowed in the waiting room, you can go to your car, and we'll call you once the flu test, because it, yeah, only takes 10 minutes, once the flu test is um, done being read, and then if it's negative, then we'll send your COVID test out to, like, be examined. Um, if it's positive, you can come back in, and I'll, like, prescribe you Tamiflu. So I go to my car, and by then, like, I only had, like, five more minutes to wait. They call me. They say my flu test was negative, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I literally have coronavirus. Like, I just know I do. I know my body. I have every single symptom, which, if you're wondering what the symptoms were, it was, like, I started out with a sore throat, and I thought, you know, like, I was just exhausted from my sister's wedding weekend and, like, you know, like, lack of sleep and stress and whatever. And then I started to get a slight cough, and then it was hard to breathe, and I had, like, chest tightening, um, which I do have, like, a respiratory, like, it's called RAD, so I need an inhaler a lot of the time anyways. And then, um, which I didn't even know this was a symptom until my doctor asked me if I had it, and then I think my mom mentioned it, but digestive issues, which I did have. And then I was super lethargic, like I've never been, one day I think I like slept until maybe like noon and then I woke up for an hour, slept again and then woke up at 5, took a shower and that exhausted me and I went to bed at 7.30. And so like, but that was like every day, like I was like so tired and so in my mind I for sure have this. And so then, you know, like at that point I wasn't allowed to leave my house like basically you if you don't have the flu like you have to agree like you're not going to go anywhere do anything until you get your results and so I came home and obviously I'm still like so tired so I just you know hung out slept me and my roommate kept our distance it was sad um and then I think so okay so that was Thursday I got tested and then on that Monday they call me, like, maybe at 1 p.m., and good news, I don't have it, and then, so I was like, you know, cool, great, don't have it, but still gonna be respectful and, like, stay inside and, like, not, and at that, by that day, like, I was, by Sunday, I was feeling better, so, I don't know, it made sense, but then I got in my own head, and I was like, oh my gosh, she was reading the instructions, she didn't even know how to do this, like, she, this is a false negative, <laughs> and I was freaking myself out, like, what if I have it, and then no one's gonna believe me, and blah, 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 but it's been, like, a few weeks now, and I'm totally fine, I feel great, um, it was just, I, I don't even know, like, like, how did I have all of those symptoms, and it wasn't that, or 
I don't know. Very weird time. I don't know if it was, like, more dramatic because, like, this whole thing was going around. And so, like, whatever I had, I just, like, made up in my mind, like, made it to be bigger than it was. I'm not sure, but I'm glad it's over. I feel for those that have it, though. Like, definitely praying for you guys. And, like, I just, I can't imagine. Like, it's, the times are stressful right now. And, like, that brings me to my next point or what I wanted to talk about next, is, like, how I'm staying calm in these stressful situations, what I'm doing, like, how I'm spending my quarantine, because this is a lot, and, like, I know everyone's different, but from me, so not even, like, almost eight months ago, so back in August, I re-hurt my knee, and so that, like, affected so much of my life for me, I had to quit my job, like, I nannied part-time, like, you know, to help pay the bills, so I had to quit that, and, because obviously you can't, like, chase after a baby on crutches, had to quit that, then, you know, like, I feel like my life flipped upside down then, so I was, like, trying to, like, figure out how I'm gonna financially support myself, luckily, I had, like, a few clients that I freelance digital marketing with on the side already. So I kept those and like continued to search for more. And it was so random, but like we had like a potluck at our apartment complex and one of my friends that lives here had a friend come and we just got to talking and she like needed help with exactly what I did. So I don't know. It was so random. We like met that night the next day she was like let's have a meeting and so we did and then the next like I signed a contract and there was money in my account it was like definitely a miracle but so that you know kept me afloat for a while um and then like a few weeks after that I got fired from my like main source of income at the time um which that was like there was like three staff members so like I don't know if like they weren't doing it came out of nowhere so I don't know not the point um so then like another client dropped and then I got another one and like it was just like this I've been writing waves of like okay I'm doing great I'm stable I'm gonna get this together like blah 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 and then like it goes downhill and then it goes back up and then it's steady and then it goes downhill And that's just kind of been my life for the past eight months. Um, Super stressful. And on top of that, I'm, like, working from home. And the first few months, it was super hard to, like, get around because, uh, you know, I was on crutches or in a brace. And, you know, you just kind of, like, I don't know. Depending on, like, everyone's mental status, you just, like, some days you don't want to get out of bed. Some days you're just, like, this isn't even worth it. And that sounds so dark. I'm so sorry. But the point is, is I have, like, been in and out of, like, ruts since August. And so I've kind of, like, not to compare, like, this major pandemic to my life. But, like, I've kind of been feeling this way for a while. Um, This is a little different because now I have, like, people that have to stay home with me, too. So it's, like, kind of better um, kind of, this whole thing is just whack, like, 
I just can't wrap my head around it almost. But to bring me to my point, how I am staying calm in these stressful situations and like how I'm spending my quarantine, because I do think it is important on like how you're spending your time and like what you're doing. Honestly, like I get like people that are out of school and they like went home. If that were my situation, I wouldn't be doing shit. Like, if I just had to do schoolwork for a few hours a day and then I'm just home, like, you know, I don't blame you. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be making TikToks all day. But um, a lot of people have to like financially support themselves and blah blah blah. And so it can like definitely weigh a lot on your mind and like stress you out. And I don't know, but then. What calms me down is, like, stating the fact that, like, if you look at the numbers, like, so many people don't have work right now and aren't, like, they don't know where their next paycheck's coming from. They live paycheck to paycheck and so on, so on. But, like, there's also families that don't know where their money is coming from and they have kids. And, like, I just, like, my problems are so minor compared to other people's so like that like putting your position into perspective that helps me a lot because I do believe like every the way you feel is the way you feel it's not like just because someone has it 10 times worse it doesn't mean you're not feeling stressed out or in pain um like your feelings are relevant to yourself so I'm not trying to say that but just Sometimes I have to check myself and be like, you know what? It could be worse, and we're all in this together, essentially. Um, I'm just, like, rambling, and it's pretty crazy. Okay, so, next. How I stay calm during these stressful situations um, and what I'm doing. So, yeah, like I said, like, I've been thinking, like, about the positives. Like, I get to work on my, like things that I want to work on like I have more time to do so like I've been blogging more I started this podcast I you know can like maybe write up a business plan for stuff I want to start so those are all good things and they keep me busy and like my mind busy and you know not just like sitting and moping or watching TV 24-7. Don't get me wrong, I've been watching a lot of shows and TV because I love them, but it's not all I do. Um, which brings me to my next point. Um, what I've been watching, I have a few of my favorites that I wrote down. And honestly, like, okay, here's a pro tip. Sign up for HBO. They have like a 14-day free trial. I literally signed up the, my first day of self-isolation when I thought I had coronavirus and I was like this is going to be lit like this is what I need um and it has not disappointed I literally want to continue to pay for it because there's so much good stuff on there like I don't know there's good movies and then there's like um I love documentaries and there's like good documentary movies but also docu-series um, and then they have my favorite show ever, Psych. So definitely would invest in that if I were you. But my favorites right now, oh my gosh, The Tiger King on Netflix. Like, <laughs> that show was iconic. 
every single, like, twist and turn, like, when you thought it was the peak of the show, it just kept getting better and better and better, and there's, like, I don't know, it's a cinematic masterpiece for sure, and I could have an intellectual conversation about it for hours, probably. There's, I don't know, drugs, murders, missing teeth, horrible fashion, homemade music videos, and it's just so crazy and iconic. Um, so that is definitely a problem, probably the f- most favorite thing that I've watched so far. Um, and then on the rest that I have written down are all from HBO, see? And I think most of them, if not all of them, are documentaries. So I Love You Now Die, which is about um, Michelle Carter and Conrad Conrad Roy, um, and that is the case where she essentially was texting him to kill himself, and he did commit suicide. Um, so it's like her conviction. I think it's a two-part series. Um, there's a documentary called Foster on HBO, and I'm not kidding, you'll cry, because I did. It's like, it's an inside look into LA's child protective services, um, and you get, like, the view of, like, the foster kids, the foster parents, social workers, um, parents that couldn't take care of their kids, and, uh, yeah, if, like, 30 minutes in, I was like, I'm adopting 10 children, like, I have to. Um, however, if you can stomach it, the, cause it is pretty horrible, but the Gabriel Fernandez documentary on Netflix gives you like, like I would watch that first and then foster, but the Gabriel Fernandez one is like really hard to watch. So if you can't stomach it, just watch foster. Uh, and then I watched meth storm, which <laughs> is about, like, the DEA taking down one of the biggest, like, meth, I guess, dealers, but also, like, addicts. So that one's good. It's kind of sad just to see, like, I don't know. It's so sad to me to see that, but I don't know. Someone has to see it, to you know. Um, And then staying on topic, there's one called Heroin, Cape Cod, USA, and, um, every, they're all heroin addicts, and they're all literally, they were all my age, or, like, a year older than me, or even younger than me, it was so sad, and, um, it, like, showed how fast they all fell into heroin, and, like, how it's affected their lives so traumatically, but I guess, like, it's just, like, the biggest drug out there, and, like, I forget what high it said it gave you, but I don't know, super good, Then another, wow, you guys probably think, like, I'm so dark because these are all about, like, murders and drugs. Um, Who Killed Garrett Phillips, that one's also so good. I've never even heard this case until I watched this, and it's about a 12-year-old boy that, like, mysteriously died, and they're, it's kind of just, like, it's also a two-part series, but it's, like, finding out who killed him, but... It makes me sound mad because you leave without, like, you, I don't know, there's no villain. Or, like, I still don't even know who I think killed him because they made, like, so many people look innocent and guilty, so it was just crazy. And then, on a lighter mood, um, McMillions on HBO is super good. 
that is the story of how Jerry Jacobson scammed the game that McDonald's has, and he turned his scamming art into his own little mob business, um, which affected a ton of people in the long run. And then the entrapment plan was genius, um, which was executed by the FBI, obviously. But yeah, that one's super good to watch. I think uh, Mark Wahlberg actually helped produce that one, which is irrelevant. But So those are some of the shows I've been watching. Wow, I just talked about that forever. I guess I could have like a cinematic um, critic show, but that's not what I want. So, okay. So obviously you're not going to be watching shows or movies the whole time. Um, but I've also taken the time to, like, work on my skincare, which I was kind of implementing, like, a bigger plan since December. Like, I went to my dermatologist, um, but not only, like, my face skin, but, like, I started to get psoriasis, so I've been really, like, focused on taking care of my skin, doing face masks, you know, facial treatments. Um, I think I'll put together a blog post of, like, things I use and on my list of what I want to get, like, facial steamer types of stuff. Um, yeah. And, oh, another thing. So, I'm not kidding. My life is a joke to me most of the time, but I think, I think I make light of the situation, but my phone also broke, um, the other day, and... I'm not getting money right now, so I was like, well, shit, what do I do? Luckily, my sister had a an older one that she sent me um, that does just fine for now, but, like, I, ha- I didn't have a phone for two days, and honestly, it was amazing because, like, there's we have so much time right now, and, like, my screen time has gone up, as I'm sure everyone else's has, but... Just make sure you're, like, you're using it productively and not, like, sabotaging your own self. Like, I should probably set a time limit on, like, Instagram and stuff. But, like, if you have enough self-control, like, you can just get off. I literally, like, I hate playing games, but I downloaded a Sudoku game. So, like, my hand has something, my fingers have something to do while I'm, like, laying down or whatever. Because I don't want to be on Instagram the whole time. Um, and then, oh, also, I'm, yeah, I'm, like, finding the time to get creative. My old phone, the camera was broken, so I, like, couldn't record TikToks or anything, but I think I'm gonna start recording more now that I have a working camera, and, um, I don't know, you just have to be so creative with your time, like, our friend that lives at the same apartment complex, like, was out of work too, but she loves, like, working out, so she started working, like, workouts in the Zen Garden, and, like, gets people to go there, it's awesome, and I don't know, I've just seen so many people, like, use their talents, and just help everyone out, and, like, do great things, it's super cool to see, like, everyone come together as a community, um, and, yeah, I don't know, like, It's so tough because we don't know, like, what the outcome of this is going to be and we don't know when it's going to end or whatever, but it's just, 
what it is and there's no way we can change it at the moment so you have to make the best of it and then we can worry about the outcome like when it's over and I feel like everyone's being so nice and like I don't know it's I think it's really good for the community that sounds so horrible because it's not in a way but in a way it is and I think it's great to see everyone you know, helping out and, like, trying and, like, staying home. And thank you if you are working. Like, thank you so much. Like, I appreciate you. And if you're not, it's okay. We – it's going to be okay. I think that there's a greater plan to this. Um, and I think, you know, whether you believe in God or, like, a higher power or whatever you believe in, um, I just know, like, there's something bigger coming out of this, and it's going to be great. We're going to be okay. And that's what I repeat to myself 50 times a day. Um, I'm trying to think if I've forgot anything. Stay safe. Stay inside. But go on a walk. Oh, that's another thing, as I've been going on a ton of walks. Um, not only to, like, keep me peaceful, but... I'll go on, like, a walk, and then I've been going on a few runs, and those just, like, help clear your mind and get you outside. You get some vitamin D, and that's needed for everyone. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's so many things you can do. I am writing another blog post on what you can be doing, um, whether you, like, with what you have in your house, if you have no income, if you have all of the income, um, so stay tuned for that, and yeah, thank you, if you made it this far, thank you so much, if you didn't, you're never gonna hear this, so I hate you, just kidding, um, also, I know I have a really monotone voice, but I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, someone once told me, like, it's a great thing for podcasts, but I have no clue, and I promise, like, it sounds like I'm uninterested or unenthusiastic, but I'm, I do have emotion, it's just, like, my voice does not really show it that much, it's been my whole life, so, but thank you so much for watching, and I will catch you next time.